Hi, welcome to the Songwriter Diaries. This is a podcast all about picking the brain of every songwriter that you know. So grab a glass of wine and join us. My name is Megan Ellsworth. My co-host is Caroline Stump. This is the Songwriter Diaries. We're all depressed, so let's write a song about it. Hello. Hello. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> welcome back to the Songwriter Diaries. This is episode eight of season nine. Wow. We're coming Crazy. we're coming to the end of season 9. I know. We we have 10 episodes in store. Um so we're going to be on season 10 if we decide to continue, you know. That's <laughs> Oh no, we're definitely <laughs> continuing. <laughs> Meg's what like what are you talking about? about? <laughs> yes. Oh my so, god, yeah, season 9, crazy. Yep, so we're we're coming to the end. Um and today it's just us. We Just scared us off girls. <laughs> girls. <laughs> We're gargoyles. <laughs> Just us gargoyles. <laughs> Just us gremlins. Um, we scared off all the guests, so it's just us today. <laughs> and we're just going to talk about some of the best advice that we've received um, in terms of our songwriting careers, in terms of music industry, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of be chatty with you all um chat we're gonna pretend we're at like a lunch there's a margarita in front of you (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes grab a drink um (laughs) and leave your advice for us in the comments of instagram yes (laughs) um follow us on instagram and facebook um also we have a patreon where we will be posting the video version of this episode where we both look stunning, so you don't want to miss that. <laughs> and we also now have a way for you to donate to the podcast through Spotify. Um, yeah. And I think you can do it even if you don't use Spotify to listen to your podcast, but we will be posting that link in the notes of this episode and also yep. on our socials. Um, because we love doing this for free. We really, really do. But we would absolutely love if we made some money off of it, you know? That'd be so sick. Because these, (laughs) these gremlins gotta eat, you know? And, um, also the more money you invest in us, the more, um, we can do for the podcast in terms of equipment and design and all of that jazz so songwriting prompts in the patreon all sorts of mm-hmm. stuff more mm-hmm. content oh yeah i forgot we also have prompts on the patreon yeah we have all sorts of songwriting people. content um mm-hmm. for all of you songwriters out there in our patreon yes oh, okay so we're so, gonna get into it let's hop right in caroline what are some of the best tips and pieces of advice you've gotten in terms of music? So this advice really pisses me off. As an, <laughs> as an Enneagram 8, I was just talking about the Enneagram with a previous podcast guest, Lily and Pearl, uh, yesterday. Also, <laughs> my best friends, not just guests on the podcast. <laughs> um, but... I was reading up on it again because Lily got me all invested all over again. And I realized that being an eight is why this advice pisses me off, but it's <laughs> don't burn bridges. Mm. And I, I really hate it because I'm like, I think that some bridges are meant to be burned. And now keep in mind, this is all 
per situation because if somebody so is true. mean to you or homophobic or racist and they're that's the reason you're burning the bridge valid reasons you know what i mean like mm-hmm. some bridges are meant to be burned mm-hmm. but i'm talking about the bridges that maybe you're just not compatible with somebody as friends it's always good to keep those connections because they take you so far especially in the industry side of music and I mean the artist side as well but mm-hmm. I have had so many opportunities just from the people that I know and most of the people I know luckily I love and so mm-hmm. it does not <laughs> matter but I want to keep those bridges I don't want to burn them anyway yeah um but every job every opportunity I've gotten has been because of who I know and not because yeah. of what I know Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that that has honestly been the most important piece of advice that I've received, even though it makes me angry because, (laughs) um, I think there's a lot of conditions to it. Um, yeah, but it also just goes to show that like, um, you could be the smartest person in the room and be the Mm -hmm. least successful. Because exactly. maybe you don't have the connections that anyone else has or another mm-hmm. the person next to you has. So it really yeah. is in this industry who you know, not what you know. Yeah. And you don't have to make connections based on the industry. Make personal mm-hmm. connections with people. Um, talk about things that aren't music with people. Talk about things mm-hmm. that you enjoy doing in your free time, whether that's hiking or doing a jigsaw puzzle or whatever. And bond with people over that because, one, that makes you stand out in their head of, oh, we have this in common. And, two, it doesn't seem like you're using them because Mm -hmm. I think that's where it gets a little iffy in terms of network and meet people and get along. But if someone comes to me and just talks to me about my job and what I do and doesn't make a personal connection with me, that that to me is not an effective way of networking. Because yeah. I'm like, I know nothing about you and you know nothing about me. You only know about what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if any of this is making any sense, but no, in my it, head, does it, make all, sense. it all jives. So I feel like this is also kind of like networking 101. Like be genuine. Um, mm-hmm. Ask about them as a whole person, not just yes. like you said, like what they do. Mm-hmm. That's good. And advice. follow up. Like I was listening yeah. to... I was listening to a podcast and not just follow up as in like, I apply for a job and I'm going to follow up with them in a week. But mm-hmm. I was listening to another podcast that um, it's called 20 whatever has uh, three lovely women on it. Um, <laughs> highly recommend. And they were talking about red and green flags and friendships. Mm-hmm. And one of the green flags that one of them looks for is just following up on something that they had talked about previously in terms of, Oh, if you're like, how are you doing? If things aren't going well, being like the next time you talk to them, how are things going now? Like, is that issue still prevalent? Is there anything I can do? Remembering things about people and making sure that you're intentional with your communication is so important. And like following up on those things. Like if you talk to somebody about a show that they're going to in the future and the next time you see them the show's happened ask them about the show you know Mm -hmm. and like remember what you all have talked about this is also great advice for dating i'm realizing so it is (laughs) okay so also it's really good sales advice like if you're a salesperson Mm. or like even if you're just 
like a musician trying to sell yourself um my grandpa on my dad's side was a like a beer salesman and like a uh a soda salesman for for um some company way back when it was like in the 50s and he had this notebook of all the different bars in town that he would sell to all the owners of the bars their names their wife's names their kids Mm -hmm. names and then every time Mm -hmm. you went to the bar be like oh jeff how's darlene how are the kids little jimmy start baseball yet (laughs) you know yes that's so smart i'm realizing that's probably why my brother just started his own business just it was like a few months ago but it feels (laughs) right now um and it that explains why he's he's just so good with people that I think that he it makes sense why he's doing well, you know. Yeah. Um, and has maintained those connections and stuff. Um, so it's just very important. And I also think this advice is hard because I would say Meg and I are both very outgoing people. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean extroverted. I I mm-hmm. think extroverted and outgoing are two different things. For um, sure. I think that you can be outgoing and be introverted. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's working up that muscle basically of, you know, talking to people and socializing and getting comfortable with that. Um, And I know a lot of people aren't. And so I don't want them to think that, oh, I can't do this because I'm not outgoing. Like you can learn, get comfortable. It's even grab a friend, you know, and go to some networking events together um, pertinent to your job, especially there's, I mean, I'm in Nashville, so there's a bunch of socials here in terms of the music industry and songwriting circles and all of that stuff. Um, and try to, you know, get a friend and go and you don't have to talk about music the whole time. I think that's the biggest thing for me is yeah. here. Everyone talks about music all the time, which like, I love music. Obviously I have a songwriting podcast with my best friend. Like <laughs> we, we love music. But it's mm-hmm. not what I want to talk about all the fucking time. Like, <laughs> I don't, like, I have other interests. Mm-hmm. And also, my job is not, my job job is not my life, you yeah. know? Like, uh, and that's a whole other thing. I don't think people should make their jobs their lives. Um, yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> I'm in roofing as my day job, as we all know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and... Man, I was just just recently at a convention in Dallas for work. Wait, can you clarify though? Because I think some listeners hear that you're in roofing, and and they're like on like a hot tin roof, up a roof. Yeah, (laughs) no, I really think that's what people picture. I'm a podcast producer and multimedia manager for a media company that specializes in the roofing industry. We provide educational content for the roofing industry. Um. And LOL. But um, <laughs> so whenever I go to like networking events and roofing, sometimes I feel like the odd man out because I'm like, or like, I feel like I'm going to feel like the odd man out because I'm like, I don't want to just talk about like shingles and like roofing <laughs> materials and like fucking <laughs> shingles. The what illness. fasteners <laughs> do you use? <laughs> and but then I show up to these events specifically. I'm a part of this association called national women in roofing and it's actually very cool and very fun but it sounds like a bunch of dweebs and but it's not that and um and these networking events are literally so fun because you're just in a room with like 
women, whether they're cis or queer or old or young or all sorts of races and ethnicities, just like all in the roofing industry. And I never talk about roofing. The only time we talk about roofing <laughs> is if there's good gossip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, ooh, oh. ooh, Rachel Love over them. there in the corner has hot tea. <laughs> and then we all move over with our little cocktails, you know? So, yes. yeah, half Love the time, the like, you end up not even talking about the industry that you're, like, or, like you're gathering for. Exactly. Um, and I think that makes it even yeah. more fun. Yeah, just connect with people. And it's, it's hard, especially, I think, as an adult out of college to connect with people, new yes. people. It's hard to make friends. It's hard. It, it's not even just friends. Just connections is really hard. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard to put yourself out there. And I feel for anyone going through that right now. Um, but you're going to be okay. I saw this yeah. TikTok the other day. I'm, of course, I'm derailing. Even if it's just <laughs> us, I'm derailing. Um, I saw this TikTok, and it was one of those where they speak to you, the watcher. And this girl was like, hey, I know that you're going through a really hard time right now. But if you look oh. at your track record, you've made it through. You've made it through. Oh. Like, you're, you're 100% right now. Like, you're here. You made it. So even if you're going through something, your track record's pristine, you know? I was like, Oh, my God, that's yes! so true. It is pristine. It is pristine. Meg. I love that. What what is some advice you've gotten? Okay, so the single best piece of advice that I've ever gotten was from the one and the only Gina Rodriguez. (laughs) God. Um, An actress icon. Drop that fucking name, bitch. Yes. (laughs) Actress extraordinaire. I love her. She just had a baby with her husband, Joe, and I love how you had to specify with her husband, (laughs) like not with a random guy with, with her husband that she's been married to, you know? Oh my God. (laughs) They're the sweetest couple. They're so pure. I love them. I love her. I'm obsessed. Gina, you're probably not listening to this, but if you ever do love you, (laughs) um, she just around a campfire in good old Camp Sherman, Oregon, um, she was giving me like some of the best career advice I've ever gotten. And that is to just not give up. And if it doesn't spark joy, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then mm-hmm. like a part of that is being your authentic self and people will like that more if you're being, will like enjoy you more if you're being authentic rather than trying to be what they want you to be or you think you they want you to be and that like I've literally never been the same since this Mm. was like two or three years ago now and um that was just some of the best advice like she was telling me the story how she got on Jane the Virgin and their first week of filming it was her 30th birthday and like she before this was like a struggling actress in LA trying to make ends meet literally like didn't book a lot of things her family was starting to wonder like hey maybe you shouldn't pursue this anymore and she was like no I'm like this is what brings me joy I'm gonna keep doing it whether you know I make it or not whatever that make it means and then literally the week of her 30th birthday she like Jane the Virgin got like confirmed that they were 
moving past the pilot and they started filming season one and um it's just really cool because like I feel like I have those moments constantly where I'm like am I doing the right Mm -hmm. thing should I keep doing this should I just like fucking (laughs) dive into Mm -hmm. roofing (laughs) or you know and so but then I just think back to that moment with Gina and and I think also the idea of of if it doesn't spark joy then don't do it yes and music for a while there wasn't sparking joy it was like a hassle it was like pulling teeth for me to write a song it was Mm -hmm. anxiety provoking it was emotional and uh I didn't think I was gonna continue for a while there and then I did and I'm still Mm -hmm. making music and it's the most fun I've had in a long time just because I don't, I don't have the pressure on it like I used to. Um, I, the pressure is just what t- sucks all the fun out of it for me. Yeah. I don't need to make it. Music is just fun and performing is a joy. And mm-hmm. if one day I get to perform at Red Rocks in front of thousands of people, cool. If I don't, also cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And then also just being authentic um i've found that my best shows are ones where i am the goofiest and silliest on stage and i'm just cracking jokes left and right and being myself and making mistakes and if i goof up lyrics i'll point it out and i'll say sorry everybody (laughs) i don't have a brain and you know and those are some of my best shows where i have the most the like biggest amount of people come up to me after and say like you were so fun to watch like you're so engaging um and so yeah just like those are the best pieces of advice that i've gotten and Mm -hmm. i hope that it resonates for someone out there listening yes i think the idea of what you want to do and what you think you should want to do is a big thing that i've tried to instill in myself as well as those Mm. around me because Mm -hmm. i have so many friends that are like oh, I should be doing this because this is what I've always wanted. Like, you can change. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, of course, when you were 10, you wanted to tour the world and be a rock star. Now you're realizing what that entails. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's not what you want for your life. Mm -hmm. And that's okay to change. It's okay to change your mind on what you want and not go for what you thought you should want. Like, for your past self. Live for yourself now. And your past self will be happy for you, you know? Like, yes, that is literally so true. And kind of going off of that, like, um, the shame, uh, that I, I had when I was like in that year of where I was like just questioning music and questioning everything about it. Mm -hmm. I had so much shame about like giving up and like like what would little Megan say like that was playing guitar and performing for people when you were when she was like 10 you know Mm -hmm. and I kind of had to as adult Megan had to say little Megan would still be so proud of the life that big Megan has Mm -hmm. um even if I'm not you know like you said touring the world or whatever um Mm -hmm. As long as you're you're happy, you're you're doing something right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I think it's also hard. I think about my dad <laughs> because he talks to me all the time of like, why aren't you recording more? Why aren't you doing this? Like, you're mm-hmm. so good. And um, he said that, not me, you know, <laughs> not to be like, I you are it. so good, first <laughs> oh, <yeah>. of all. <laughs> but then I explained to him all that goes into it. It's like, it's not for me. The joy is writing and I, mm-hmm. I love recording and bringing that song to life. Mm-hmm. But financially, time-wise, it is so hard. <laughs> it is mm-hmm. so hard. And that doesn't bring me joy. Like, sometimes I don't want to spend my money on recording. I want to spend it on going to shows mm-hmm. or getting takeout food, more likely, mm-hmm. you know. And, like, <laughs> that brings me joy. And so I think it's hard especially when you have expectations set by other people and not that he's setting them, but in my mind, I'm like, these are expectations you have for me, even though he's just trying to be encouraging. Mm -hmm. And I've always been that way of, Oh, this is what people expect of me. So I need to do it. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. No, you don't like do it for you. Don't do it because someone expects you to do it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and do what makes you happy and sparks joy. And also talk to your friends about advice that they've received. It's very therapeutic. Yeah, I'm realizing. this is fun. Very yeah. therapeutic. God so damn. therapeutic. And I hope that the listeners out there thought this was therapeutic as well. <laughs> I hope so too. I mean, we did just blab for 20 minutes about that, but <laughs> um, yeah, I feel I feel great. You know, I do too. This was like a you're on session. the right path. You are on the right path because you too, it's Caroline. your path. Yep. I was speaking to the listeners, but oh, I'm also speaking to you. <laughs> oh, actually, everyone uh. except for Meg. Everyone except for Meg is on the actually, right. Actually, you're path. on the exact opposite wrong yeah. path. <laughs> yeah, you saw the path and you were like, "Fuck it, I'm going through." I was the like, trees. <laughs> Oh. Um, well, our next episode is going to air, um, on April 11th. That was this episode. Really quick math. Thank you. This episode comes out April 4th mm-hmm. and, um, I'm really excited for the next one. I don't think we sh- should we say who it is? We can wait. Or should we save it? We'll save it. We'll save, save it. it. Make them make them wait. But anywho, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> thanks for listening. Also, everyone, go wish Meg a belated birthday. <gasps> yes, my birthday is April second. Feel free to Venmo me um, <laughs> to get a drink at Ellsworth, the folk singer. <laughs> um, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Songwriter Diaries. Bye bye. Bye.